You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Go ahead and grab a seat. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, you guys are a good-looking crowd. Man, I just, I look around and say, man, my, my church is pretty good looking. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I would say that either way, right? No. <laughs> I just playing. No, but you got, I got a good looking crowd here, man. A good mix. And I'm so proud. Man, did you see these ladies come up to the altar? Woo! They say, you know what, man? Sister Rita just came. I'm getting me some more today, amen. And stepping out, amen. Sister Rachel, amen. Sister Juanita, man. It's like, you know what? I'm getting to get mine. Because you know what? Each time we meet, this is a well. There's a well flowing. The well's already flowing here, church. You know, the, the well that was given to us by God for, to name our, 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 our annual conference, the well, was something that got put in our spirits. And, we, and I believe it, it, it fits perfect for us in the desert. And let me, let me tell you, each time we gather, there's a well. And there's water flowing from heaven right here at this altar. And let me tell you, if you dip yourself, you'll be healed. You dip yourself, you'll be refreshed, amen. And so I, I, I just, it just blessed me to see them come out, amen. They, they, have a, you know, they, they have a right just to sit where they're at, but she said, I'm going to get some. Ooh, sister, really even push somebody, amen, hallelujah. No, <laughs> just, just like that woman with the issue of blood, get out of my way. I'm going to get to Jesus any way I can, hallelujah. Just don't bite nobody, amen, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today we want to honor our kids, amen, as they enter a new school year for, I mean, no, for God's protection and for blessings over them. You know, the things that we've heard in, uh, over this weekend and the past weekend in Gilroy and uh, El Paso and uh, in Ohio, you know, these things that are happening here, as Brother Derek said, they're not going to stop, but we can pray. And that's something that we need to pray because it is a spirit of evil that's roaming this earth and we have the, the power to, to come against that in prayer. And so we got, it's a spiritual battle that we need to pray, but we need to pray for our children. We need to pray as they go into a, a new school year that God will protect them. Come on, our whole, our whole, our, our whole uh, Clark County of, of schools that are here as well across our nation, amen. We want a safe year for our kids. Can somebody say amen? Come on, we, we, want, we want God's protection. And so this is where the involvement of parenting comes. This is the involvement of grandparents and you guys coming in place, praying for our children daily. As they go back to school, amen. And so it's important, amen, to get involved with our kids, amen, and what they're learning. Come on, somebody. Don't just send them off and, and let them come back. What would you learn today? What were they teaching? Get, get involved, amen, uh, especially in, in junior high and high school, amen, where they're teaching on se- uh, sexual orientation. Uh, who or what are you attractive to? Sexual gender. What, what do you feel you are? Amen. It's going on right now, and so we need to get involved with our children, amen. And as they come in, clean that stuff out, amen. Hallelujah. With the word of God, clean it out with prayer and ministering to them. We want to pray for, like I said, for God's protection over them and from pre- uh, peer pressure, bullying. 
Come on, that, that still goes on today, church. We need to pray for our children and to stay strong, especially our teenagers that just came back from Elevate. Stay strong in faith, hallelujah. Stay strong with what they got inside of them. And you know what? They won't be ashamed of the gospel, but stay strong and minister the gospel, amen. Especially those that are lost out there. They need to hear something refreshing. Also, uh, if you never dedicated your child to the Lord, amen, no matter what age it is, you never, you want to make a declaration for your kid, amen, dedicate you know, not only babies, but, but you know what, I never dedicated my child, amen, then we want to do that as well today. And so I instructed the, our ushers and teachers that, you know what, we're going to bring the kids in at the, at the end of our service to pray for them. Hallelujah. There's one right there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. So, so we want to pray, amen, and so... That, that, that we as a church must value, and we have to reach out to the next generation. Amen. You know, we can't just get involved in our generation. We just can't get involved just on what's going on with our personal life, but we got to get involved to our kids' life. Can somebody say amen? You know, there was a season, amen, that I believe that it happens in all churches that we lose a generation. We get busy for God. We're doing right things for God, but we don't reach out to our kids. And we don't want to lose any generation, especially in the times that we're living today. And so we want to reach out to our next generation because if, uh, if, if we don't teach them, if we don't leave them something or pass something down to them and value them, we can lose them. Amen? And one of the things that we must do as a church and must do as parents is to dedicate our kids unto the Lord, but also pray blessings over our kids. I, I it's something that I do every single day. I pray blessings over my kids, and they're grown adults. And I pray for God's blessing and protection wherever they're at, for my son that lives in L.A., and for my kids that are here, and for my grandkids, amen, for my wife. I pray God's blessing over my home, and as I pray for you guys over this church, amen. But we need to pray for blessing. Bless them. How many want your children blessed? Come on, bless them. Ask, ask God for blessing, for favor. For, for, for whatever it is, that God would just bless them, amen? So let's look at, at, at dedication, amen? You know, we, we don't believe or practice baby baptism. We believe that baptism is a declaration of a person who has repented from their sins and given their lives to Jesus Christ, amen? Baptism is a public declaration in front of people, amen, in front of a congregation of bearing that old man or bearing the old ways and coming up a new person. Something that we'll be doing next Sunday, hallelujah. And come up alive in Christ to walk in his ways. And how many know that no, no baby has old ways? Right? You know, they, they do some things, amen, but they don't know what they're doing, amen. So there really is no ways. But how many know that we're all born into sin? Amen. In Romans chapter 5, verse 12, it says, When Adam sinned, sin entered into the world. Adam's sin brought death, so death spread to everyone, for everyone sinned. In Romans chapter 5, 15, it says this, But there is a difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his, grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through another man, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. In Romans chapter 5, verse 18 and 19, it says this, Yes, Adam's sin brought condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brought a right relationship with God and a new life for everyone. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one other person obeyed God, 
many were made righteous. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah, man. We are made righteous because of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Though we're all born sinners because of Adam, when we believe, grace comes upon us. Hallelujah. Come on, tell your neighbor, grace is on you. Luke chapter 18, verse 15 to 17 says this, but one day some parents brought their little children to Jesus so they could, so he could touch them and bless them. But when the disciples saw this, they scolded the parents for bothering him. Then Jesus called for the children and said to his disciples, let the children come to me. Do not stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to those who are just like these children. I tell you the truth, anyone who does, uh, does not receive the kingdom of God is like a, child, uh, uh, like a child and will never enter it. We believe that all babies go to heaven. Come on. We believe that. Amen. And as believing parents, as it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 14, we believe as believing parents, we sanctify our children. There is a covering that we do. As, so as you, as you as a believer, as a mom or dad, amen, you are covering your kids. They are sanctified because of you. Hallelujah. So we, uh, but we do believe in, in practice baby dedications. Dedicating our children to the Lord. It says in Luke chapter 2, verse 21 and 22. On the eighth day, when it came time to circumcise the child, Speaking of Jesus, he, he was named Jesus. And the angel of the Lord had given him before he was conceived. When it came time for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him unto the Lord. So we, we see that Jesus wasn't baptized as a child. He was presented unto the Lord. They presented Jesus. They, they, they dedicated him to the Lord Dedication here, the, the word dedicate here, means to be set apart for divine use. Amen? Set apart for kingdom purposes. You know, when we dedicate our child, this is what we're doing. We are setting them apart. We are, we are setting them apart for divine use. We're setting them apart for kingdom purposes. As Christian parents, this is what we do. Amen? We present them unto the Lord so that they can fulfill the very call and destiny in his kingdom. And what you're actually telling the devil, devil, they don't belong to you. Devil, they're not going to be used for your kingdom. They're going to be used for God's kingdom. Amen. So we dedicate our children. Amen. And so to set them apart, to use their special talents. Amen. Their abilities within the local church or the bride. Amen. The church of Jesus Christ in order for them to know them. When you present them, something happens. There's, there's something that sets place, amen. There's a separation, amen, for God's divine use. There's a special calling place upon their lives, amen. And in their time, in their season, they'll get to know who God is, amen. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 says this, train up. Somebody say train up. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he gets old, he will not depart from them. So our job, say my job, our jobs as parents, if you're a parent here today, a grandparent here today, you know, it takes all of us together to train them up. We need to show them the way. We need to disciple them. Come on, somebody. Disciple them, amen. It's not the church's job to disciple. It's your job. Come on, parents, say my job. Come on, it's your job to disciple them, amen. Train, train them, amen. And when they get old, how many know they're going to grow up? 
Come on. Our, 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 our granddaughter's going to, to, to school, and my wife said, oh, she's going. I said, she has to grow up. <laughs> it's part of the growing up, amen, you know. And, uh, and so, and all of us, amen, they, they, we have to release them. When they get old and they got to leave the house, that's another stage. And so these are things, a part of life, amen. So, so you got to train them up. And so when they get old, they're not going to depart. How many know that whatever you do in the Lord is never in vain? Come on, whatever you do unto the Lord is never in vain. Whatever prayer that you offer unto the Lord is never in vain, church. Our children may wander off a bit. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, but they may, they, may, they may even get caught up into the things of the world, but when they get old, listen, church, come on, when they get old, when they start to grow up, when they start to mature, amen, our kids will come back. Come on, somebody. Come on, they, come on, because what you invested inside of them is not in vain. They're going to wander off just like the prodigal son did, right? He said, you know what, I'm going to take off. I gotta, I'm, I, I'm missing out on something. i got to go check out the, what, what, uh, what's out there. And the, and the father, was there was no fight in him. What did the father do? Release him. Gave him his money and said, okay, son. Why? Because he trusted in what was invested inside of him. He knew that when it came time, he knew who to call on to. And come on, and when he hit the end, uh, and when he hit the, uh, the rock bottom, when he was in that pig pen, amen, uh, eating and thinking about eating the food that they were eating, amen, something clicked, something grew up inside of him. He finally matured. Uh, the Bible says that he came to his senses, and he says, I'm going home. I'm going back to daddy, amen. I'm going back home. And so that's what our children do. They're, we're going to have to let them go sometimes. We, you cannot protect them all the time. And I know that some of us, we, we, we like to do that, but, you know, we, we, we're so afraid of society. We're so afraid. And you forget that they're covered by the blood of Jesus. Come on. I, I know it's scary sometimes to release our children. Amen. But, but this is where knowing God comes into place. This is where you become still in God and say, God, you have our back, God. You're going to take care of our children. They may get a little dirty. They may, they may go out there and say, but you know what? Your word is not in vain. I know when they mature, when they come to their senses, they know who to call to. So you got to impart inside of them. You got to impart inside. Of them. You got to bless them. You got to you got to speak life over them. You got to get involved. What's going on in school, son? What's going on in school, daughter? What's going on? What's happening? What are they teaching you? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. And redirect them. Their minds. This is where they're they're trying to find their identity. What am I going to be? You no. Know, what what am I going to be? You know, they're a child of God. Remind them they're a child of God. They're powerful, amen. They're, they're effective. They're, 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 they, they got God's, they got uh, kingdom purposes. You got to remind them of these things. And the, this is where the figuring out. So this is where the, the pressure comes. And this is where we have to redirect them and help them and, and guiding them. And, of course, if they, when they become old, we, we have to let them go and know that, you know what? God, ha God got some. Amen? So let's, let's train them up. Well, this is where discipleship. Is important, you know. The father, the disciple, the prodigal son. He he knew, he knew this. You know what? I I trained up my son right. He knows the things of God, and so whatever they do, he knows that he knows in the back of his mind who Jesus is. The Bible says in Luke fifteen seventeen that when he came to his senses, 
So he said, well, this is what we pray for as our kids get older, that they come to their senses. When he came to his senses, when he finally matured in the things, amen, of the world and saw what the world had, he came to his senses and he remembers the words of his dad. His mess got old. Come on. They're going to get sick of their mess. They're going to get sick and tired of life. They're going to get sick and tired of the world and all that it offers. It's going to, it's going to come attractive, but they're going to get sick of it. You know, I, I, you pray, pray. Let them get sick of it. <laughs> get sick of that. Let them, let them smell and say, oh, I stink. You know, let them get sick of that. They, they get old. Amen. They get old of that mess, get old of that stuff, and they can grow up and mature, come to their senses, and come back to the Father. That's why it says in Proverbs, train up your child. Train them up in the way he should go. And when they get old, when they grow up, when they mature, when they come to their senses, they will not depart from it. I'm an example of that. I got a praying mom that still prays for me, prays for you guys. She always says, I'm praying for PCLV, mijo. I say, I know that I know, mom. You know, he, she prays for you guys. She don't even know. She's praying for you. But she prayed for this knucklehead because of her prayers, constant prayers of blessing, protection over my life. Even as, as I wandered off, even as I got caught up in the world for 10 years, amen, losing my life, amen. It was those prayers, amen. I, like I came to my senses. I was in my pig pen when God came and rescued me. And my, I came to my senses. I said, what am I doing here? I'm going home. I, I knew where to go, amen. I knew because of, of a praying mom for my life, amen, that, that you know what, I need to go home. Only daddy is going to be able to fix this. I, I, you know, I cannot say I'm sorry to my wife one more time because she don't believe it. She, she, she heard the I'm sorry's for years. I'm sorry, I'll never do it again, never do it again. Did it again. Sorry, all I did was buy out a week. Amen. But when I came home and I said, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm sick and tired of putting her through this. God, I'm in a mess. I'm in a pig pen. And because of the prayers of my mom. I came home. And your children will do the same thing. Come on, come on. Your children are going to do the same thing. I know it gets ugly out there. I know it gets hard. It seems, man. And, and, and when you stop just, when you stop worrying, you just start trusting. And I'm not saying that you're not going to worry. We're going to worry. But you've got to let God come in and tr you got to let the trust come up. Yeah, we're going to be worried. But okay, God belongs to you. She belongs to you. I know they're going to come back. And so you got to, this is where the trusting goes. And God got some. God got some. Amen. We also want to pray blessing over our kids today. Speaking blessing over your children nurtures their security. It helps them in their confidence and puts hope in their future. Prayers help restore it. Stores all that in. Puts everything inside of them. When you pray, confidence is stored up. Future is stored up, amen, inside their young hearts and minds, amen. When you pray over them, you're actually putting a covering over them. You're, you're putting a, something around them, a protection. Uh, and so we need to pray and speak blessing over them. It says in the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verse 24 to 26, May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. See, these are things that we can speak over our children, amen. God here instructed Moses, amen, to speak a blessing over the children of Israel. 
Now, if God believed it was good for the children of Israel, amen, don't you think it's important that we pray blessing over our ch children as well? Your children need your blessing. They need your blessing. They need to know that you're in their corner. They need to know that you've got their back. You need to know that, you know what, I'm standing with you no matter what you're going through. I'll always be here for you, mijo. I'll always be here for you, mijo. You got your prayer, your, your confidence in that, telling them that they got, you got their backs is important to them. Can somebody say amen? Your, cho your children need your blessing no matter who they are or what they've done. They face a lot of challenges today. Man, to be a teenager today, from where I came from, it's way different world. And they go through a lot, so they really need your blessings, amen. Pressures, temptations in their schools, in their daily lives. They need your prayers, and they need your blessings. If you're going through that, come on, somebody. If you're going through those pressures, don't you think they're going through a lot more? Come on. So not only is it important to pray for us and over our lives, we've got to pray blessings over our children, especially those teen years. Sometimes they, the kids kind of feel like they're, they're put down. They're, they kind of feel, you know what, tore down. They, they're, they're discouraged amen, around those uh, around them, and they feel like no one's there to help them in this time. Uh, there's a lot of pressure in uh, young people. You know, these shooters were young people. Their, their minds were messed up. Why? Because of a lacking parent. Something was missing in that child's life. No one was guiding them. No one, no one, no one was training them. You know, uh, no one was showing them the way. So they, they, their minds get polluted easily. Come on, church. And so we as a church, amen, that they're in our church and they're coming to you to church. That is a big benefit. Pour inside of them. Don't, let's not lose them because we can lose them in the church too. And so we got to value them, amen, and we need to speak over them because discouragement comes. We heard testimonies from our own kids that it happens. And so the involvement of your communication with them, your, your involvement of what's going on, not just putting them down when they're doing something wrong. You know what? If they're going through something, what's going on? Talk to them. Don't, don't come at them. You know, we think that's the answer. No, it, it's not the answer. The answer is to sit down. What's puzzling? What's going on in school? Where's your mind at? Let me help you. Let's get this right. I love you. I don't care. I still love you. You're still my son. You're still my daughter. Let's not press them down and push them out. But get involved, somebody. Come on. Somebody say amen. It's at this time, identity is forming. Like I said, everyone's looking for their identity. They're uncertain about their worth in their comparison with other teens. They, they, they look at themselves and, and they say, man, I, you know, I, there's no value here. They, they, man, I wish I could be like them or them. They, they, they're trying to find their identity. Their self-esteem gets hit. Amen. They, they sometimes feel no, no understanding. That no one really understands where they're They feel alone. They feel alone, church. We need to reach out to our children. In a world where there is a growing conflict and opposition to God's ways, amen. Our, our kids can be pressured into, you know, sexual orientation, uh, orientation amen, uh, being attracted to certain things or sexual gender now. Come on, uh, who do you feel like? What do you want to be? Come on, you're a boy, you're a girl, that's it. Hallelujah. Those are the only genders. Hallelujah. Come on. They, they'll get confused, and so we got to help them in that. Even persecution for following Christ. This is where we've got to stand up. This is where we challenge them to stand strong. And Satan feeds on all that. 
He goes off on all those things, church. Satan works overtime to draw them away from a right living relationship with Christ. That is his job, church. Don't get mad at your kids. Get mad at the devil. Come on. Come against him. You're not going to have my kids. Come against him. I come against you in the name of Jesus. You've you got you to you, you have your authority. You've got to take your place. You're not taking my son. You're not taking my daughter. They do not belong to you. They are set apart for kingdom purposes, devil. You're a liar. You're a liar. A big, fat liar. <laughs> come on, somebody. Come on. Get a little nasty with him, amen? Bite his ear off. It's all right. Kick him. You know where. In this fight, all things goes when it comes to the enemy. Come on, get on your knees, moms. Get on your knees. Pray. Make war. Fast for your children. Get desperate. Are you desperate, church? Or you just want something quick? Come on, that's what we want, man. We want to just give them to church and they get, they get well by next week. No, no. It, we, it takes work. You got to work at this. You got to work at your relationship. You got to work where they're at. You got to you got to invest. But let me tell you, it pays off. Come on, nothing's done in vain. It pays off, church. Your children, amen, will be worshiping with you. Your children, amen, uh, will be encouraging others, amen. Come on, the blessings of God are there for them. Can somebody say amen? We have to fight against those things. By making our, our home a sanctuary. Come on, somebody. Keep your home holy. Remember that word? Come on. Holiness is still what's required in God. Amen. We need holiness. Amen. Some of us, we need to clean our houses. Amen. Come on. Uh, throw away those things that shouldn't be in your house. Amen. Movies that are filthy. Come on, somebody. Well, I pay good money for this, Pastor. <laughs> Break them and throw them away. God will give you and replace that. Come on, we got to get rid of some filth in our house. Can somebody say amen? Come on, there's things. And if you don't know what they are, pray to God and he'll show you what they are. He'll show you what's in your home, amen. You know, every time I, my child or, or Nick, my oldest son, amen, was going through things, we didn't know how to handle it, amen. He was going through different stages. What's going on? I, he didn't want to talk. He was shutting down. God, what do we do next? And what do we do? We play worship music inside his room when he was at school. We opened up the windows and said, devil, get out. Hallelujah. We would sing worship songs, amen. My wife would just blast worship songs. She would take off and she would just be worship singing. In there. Let me know the devil can't stand worship. That devil is gone. He took every demon, amen, hallelujah. Then just shut that window and say, you can't get in here. You'll see him at the window and say, you can't get in. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta think. You show them, and we found things in there, and, and, and God hid it from him. He didn't come. Were you in my room? God hid all that. I said, God exposed. What? Show us things, and we found things, and He never came to us and, and addressed it. Why? Because God took care of it. You ask God what's in your house; He'll show you. You're going through things, and your kids don't want to talk to you. Okay, all right, God. He'll, he'll show you where your kids are at. He'll, he'll expose some things. Things will pop out. Amen. Things, you'll be searching and all of a sudden, boom, there it is. And you handle it. And you take care of it. And you do it because you love them. Not because you're being nosy. 
There's a difference. There's a difference from being nosy and getting involved because you love them. Love them. Come on, keep it holy, church, by surrounding our kids with love and encouragement. Somebody say love, love. and encouragement. This will help them thrive with their confidence, church. You love them, you encourage them, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna thrive. Thrive, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. I need water, man. Thrive, thrive. We do it by incorporating scriptures into blessings. Speak over your children. Disciple them. Have Bible study with them. I know that there's sources in the church, but there are sources within your home that you need to do that. This is not only the resources. Uh, uh, come on, that, that, that you got to understand. Just you got to love them and just continue to pour your spirit inside of them. Help them, amen. Pray blessings over them. Uh, the Father's love. Come on, let them know the, uh, that, that you got good intentions for them. You know what? I'm here to build you. I'm here because I love you. When they're young, amen, you got ba baby babies and that they're, they're small and they're going to bed, amen. You got the, the you know, the, the five-year-olds and younger or whatever it is, uh, you know, young babies that you got, you know, I don't know, some, some of you babies are 18 still, amen. I don't know. Whatever you consider babies, hallelujah for you. That's my baby. He's 24. No. <laughs> you know what I mean. As they're going to, as they're going for bed, amen. Uh, as they're going to sleep, pray a blessing over them. Let the words of truth ring in their ears before they go to sleep. Praying scripture is the greatest offensive weapon that we have against Satan's attack on our children. It's the greatest way to protect them. So I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures that you can turn into blessings, amen, that you can pray over your family. Amen. Are you ready? Can you go bring the kids in? Tell the teachers, uh, just uh, the middle class and the older class to come on in. But I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures to turn into blessings that you want to pray over your children. You know, I want you to lay hands on your kids. Amen. As they're small, you know, kiss them a good night's sleep and say, you know what? Well, pray over them, lay your hands on your child's head or shoulder, and, and, and while you pour out and speak and pray blessings over them. I, I, you know, I, I pray blessings, like I said, over my kids for some time that I still do, amen, now, even as they're away and they're older, amen, I pray that God will always bless my sons. I pray blessings over my sons, blessings over my daughters, amen, my grandsons, amen, my granddaughter. I pray blessings. I pray for godly spouses, you're never too young to start preparing that spouse, amen, that man of God, that woman of God for your, your child. I pray, amen, for the, that man of God for my granddaughter. I pray for, you know, uh, women of God for my sons and my, my grandsons, amen. I, I pray, God, bring them into position. Let them not just get a physical attraction. Let them be a godly attraction. Let them look at the heart of the person, uh, uh, you know, that they, they get attracted to. And so I pray blessings and protection, God, protect them. Uh, let each one of them come home safely from their jobs, and nothing happens on, at their workplaces. And so these are things that I pray. But here are a couple of scriptures that you can turn blessings as you pray over your children. Amen. Kids can come on in. Amen. They can just find their parent, just go hang out, sit down. That will be the older and middle classes. 
They're coming in. Look at this. is the next generation right here. Hallelujah. Woo! These are the next generation of history makers here. Amen. And numbers that I just read recently. Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. Listen. Listen. As you pray this prayer, you name your child first. You name your child, amen. Uh, you know, Cherise, 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 <laughs> Brandon, Nick. This, these, are, these are names that I, that I pray for, amen. Uh, you know, name your child first and you say, you know, your child's name and say, may God bless you and protect you. Uh, may the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. This is something you can pray to your child as they go to sleep, amen. Pray and name your child over them, that they know that you're praying for them, amen. Bless them, Lord. Uh, protect them, Lord. Smile upon them, Lord. Be gracious to them, Lord. Uh, may you give them favor. May God give you favor and give you peace. I mean, those are, those are some good things right there. Hallelujah. Come on. That's something that I pray for myself, amen. I, those are good things for prayer to pray over. Another one is found in Psalms, chapter 121, 7 and 8. Psalms 121, 7 through 8. Like I said, start off with your, the, your, the name of your child and say, The Lord will keep you from all harm as you trust him. May he watch over your life, your coming and your going, both now and forever. You want God's blessing. You want them blessing going in, their blessings going out. Wherever they're going, you want God's blessings on them. And they, you want them to, you know what, that God will protect them from all harm as they put their trust in only in him. That he'll watch over their lives wherever they go. This, these are the blessings that you can pray over your kids. So pray Numbers 6, 24, 26, amen. Pray Psalms 121, 7 and 8. Pray this over them. Just say, you know, your child's name and pray this, 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 this blessing over them. You can go into detail what it means, you know, as the Lord shows. You know what? I want God to protect you. I want God to bless you. I want you never to be, be afraid because God is always with you. Let them know that. Now, first we're going we're gonna to do some dedications today. Amen? Anybody dedicating their, chi their children today? Right there? Right there? Amen. Amen. Praise God. You can start bringing them up. And line them up right here in front or face the congregation because we want to pray for you. We're going to dedicate babies, amen, so the, the moms and their, their children are coming up here, amen. In Luke, it says this, when the time of purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him, speaking of Jesus, to present him unto the Lord, amen. And so this is what we're doing. They can come. Their mom will be here. Oh, they have? Oh, maybe maybe a double dedication. Amen. Hallelujah. Double portion, double anointing. <laughs> double make sure. <laughs> Amen. I think they're still bringing some. Why don't you guys come right over here? How's it going? How you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. That's some cool hair right there, man. Amen. 
What's up, buddy? All right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Carol, want to go get the baby? Okay. We got the newly style cut on this one. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, Elizabeth also? Amen. Okay. So we just want to pray, dedicate, we're, we're dedicating these kids unto the Lord. And so what we're doing, we're going to pray for our, the children, we're going to pray for the parents, the grandparents, that you know what, we are setting them apart for divine use, divine purposes for the kingdom of God. Each one of these kids here that you see are being separated for God. Telling the devil, you can't have them. They, they are set apart. These are future worshipers. These are future leaders. These are future, amen, preachers, teachers. Come on. Dude. This guy don't even know what's going on. He's going to say, man, he's a preacher right here. Boom. That's a preacher right there. And so we, we want to pray God's blessings upon them. And so if I can have my wife uh, help me pray, amen. We just want to pray. So can you just guys uh, just stretch out your hands, amen. Let's just pray for God's blessings as we dedicate them unto the Lord.